We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello and welcome to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Show. We're talking Saturday's DraftKings slate at yes, at DraftKings Premier League. I'm joined by Jordan Cooper is back. Ryan Belangi is here as always. Welcome to the show, guys. Jordan, what's been going on? Have you been having any success with the Premier League or have you just been focusing on uh, UFC? What's going on with you? No, I've been still playing the EPL slates. I've been in ups and downs, a little, you know, lose some, win some, whatever. You know, you, you do good double ups, but you lose on one big head to head and just like back and forth. But I mean, I mean, I want some money in MMA, want some money in NBA the past month. We got, uh, you know, the, we got a straight shot every Saturday for the next, I think, five weeks until the last Sunday. Ten game slate. King of the pitch. I got I got I got one ticket at least. I'll be trying to get my my little extra tickets for that slate. And uh, maybe, maybe, maybe it'll be Saturday. We're getting tickets. Th- yeah, tomorrow. I can, I can confirm that one. So we got to talk about Manchester United here. 2.38 implied goal total. That's going to be the main thing. That's going to be where people look at for cash games, tournaments. It's going to be where people look at. But, I mean, all season, it's kind of, you know, you got Cristiano Ronaldo minus 210 odds. But, you know, he's been hit or miss. 8,900 here. 9,300 for Bruno Fernandez. Where are we starting to look at, at forward here? We got expensive, we got pretty expensive Arsenal and Brentford guys. So are we, is Ronaldo, is Ronaldo the first look? Cash games are going to be interesting. There's no clear, I don't think there's a clear, I think there's some clear options, but I don't think there's a clear construction. I think you're not you're no matter what you do for cash games at least on DraftKings, you're not going to be comfortable with your forward spots. It's not like one of those slates where, oh god, we got set piece takers and forward slots, and I could just accumulate some points. Uh, you're going to be playing goal scorers in in your forward spots most likely. Uh, and with Ronaldo being a minus two ten anytime goal scoring odds at eighty nine hundred on this slate, it's hard it's hard for me to envision. There is a construction without Ronaldo that we'll, that we'll talk about if you want to start jamming in midfielders. Uh, but I still think that even just from a blocking perspective, on this slate with those goal-scoring odds, you probably should be over 10,000. 
uh, but he's not. We always have Ivan Tony there at 9,500. Uh, I'll always say that based on his odds and based on the Brentford not being the greatest of teams, why is he 9,500? And then anytime I say that, he goes out and scores a hat trick. So <laughs> yeah. feel, feel free to do that if you want. Uh, but to me, to me, I the forward position for cash at least is very, I mean, what uh, Ryan, if you had to prioritize playing Ronaldo in the forward slot, this is for cash games. Yeah. Or Bruno Fernandez in a midfield slot. There obviously there's constructions that you could use both. You also have Tellus at 7,000 in the defender spot. So he's expensive also. If you could only play two of them, I lean, this is how I lean. I, and I'm not, it's not a heavy lean, but it's a lean. I lean towards Ronaldo plus Tellus and leave Bruno out. Yeah, me too. Even for cash games, which is kind of weird to say. There's, uh, th- like you said, there's pretty much no forward that you're really comfortable with in cash games. None of these forwards you're like clicking on confidently. There's no high floors, really. It's a lot of goal scorers. Um, so Ronaldo just either as a blocker or just because there's nothing else. I mean, you're not like giving up anything by playing Ronaldo over somebody else. And, you know, those are big goal scoring odds and a, a good chance to to score two goals even. So, yeah, I would do it just to block and I would do it just – just to win if he scores two goals you just win so yeah i think i'd probably prioritize ronaldo and tell us out of those two i think it's primarily down to a positional scarcity thing it's more like we'll talk about midfield there are options at midfield that are cheaper than bruno that are that are cash like options and at forward there aren't any and defender Tellus is by far the highest ceiling defender on this slate so if you could get if you could get 15 plus points out of a defender like that's going to put you so much further ahead. I'm I'm on. But since you mentioned it, that, that, that Ryan, I give you the biggest credit to your defender. For, like it used to be on DraftKings that oh, let me just play the cheapest fullbacks, right? Because they have more open play value. And since defenders don't score that many points to begin with, on average, if I could just spend thirty six hundred for five points. Like, I'm fine. And then I could spend up in all that, get all the set piece takers and all the stuff, good stuff in all the other spots. Uh, you've awoken me to the fact that, well, because defender, it's hard to get a lot of points at defender. It's It makes it more important to get the defenders that get the most because you could separate yourself so much more at the defender spot than you can at any other position other than forward. Only because right. forwards have absurd ceilings two, three goal type ceilings. So that's the main reason why I look at Ronaldo due to positional. If you don't play Ronaldo, you're going to be playing another forward that has no floor anyway. Even if you pay down, uh, why not spend that money in the slot that that there's nothing to play there? And the same thing for, for Telus, because really outside of Telus, maybe two other guys that are okay, you know, we got some 4K guys that are like, there's nothing to write home about. But, you know, we do we we, we we do have midfielders to play. And I'd rather not be the one. I, I, we'll get, I, I'm not going to play Kieran Dowell at 3,100. Uh, 
at the midfield spot just so I could like pay up everywhere else. Right. I'd rather get good midfielders on this slate. Yeah. I mean, you said it. Uh, there's, there's more midfield options than there are forward and defender options. So those are the positions you should probably prioritize. I, I agree. The problem I'm finding, I, I have, I feel like I have a good build for a cash lineup uh, for the most part. Like we haven't really talked about Martinelli here at 7,100 at forward. He seems like a pretty safe forward option here, taking set pieces. I mean, the numbers really haven't been there, but uh, in the last few games, but Southampton set pieces, he's taken more than, than Saka there. And like why is Saka 9,100 and Martinelli's 7,100? So you got that difference there. But I keep coming back to like in my in my final spot, I'm sitting around like no matter what I do between like, I don't know, 5,500 to 7K and there's not really like a guy that you want there. Like I fell into Rashika and it's like, I, I don't want to play Rashika at 6,500 in this spot. So it's it's kind of a slate where – you see a build that you like, but there's maybe one spot that you, that something's not working here. So that's kind of what I feel like a lot of people will run into here, at least for cash games. So, yeah, um, I would say just Martinelli. He seems like a fine option, but you know, I don't know how safe he is necessarily. If you look at his log, you know, he's been getting subbed. Arsenal haven't been playing that well. Uh, so, I mean, he, he's fine. Like I wouldn't mind it. He's, He's uh, cheaper than he's been, and he has upside too. Um, but I wouldn't necessarily feel confident going there. Um, Rashika, yeah, I, I noticed that he didn't really take set pieces. That Kieran Dowell took set pieces over him. Maybe they split. Uh, I'm not sure, but Dow- Dowell took more. And yeah, away to United. There's just no reason to do that. Um, I agree. Like none of these guys really stand out. Um, Ismail Asar. I was all over last week. I think, you know, a lot of people were. He, he was popular. Uh, turned he was out Watford. really popular in cash games. Yeah. Um, turned out Watford played pretty bad. Um, <laughs> Sar, Sar did have, you know, arguably the best chance in that game, though. He was through on goal, probably should have scored, but blasted it wide. So, I mean, if that goes in, we might be having a different conversation this week. Home to Brentford is still okay. And Sar, you know, at least used to be good, but I'd be worried about how bad Watford have been. Maybe they're just that bad. Um, so I, I don't really want to, yeah, there's no one here. I want to prioritize. I just maybe go all the way down. Could even play Josh King for 4,100 if he starts. The thing about Sar being that you're, you're watching the games more than I do. Uh, Sar, like Sar typically is like, I call very similar to like Richarlison, like the, the 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 Eden Hazard guys that dribble the ball at their feet, try try to try to win duels, and they get fouled a lot. They 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 get a lot of time of possession. Is it that the way that Watford are playing now, compared to what they played the past two years, with with them you know fighting relegation, that Sar is just not getting really. They're not playing in a way that benefits his style. And that's the reason why he's only scoring, you know, four or five points peripherally. We've seen games, I mean, where he could score 16 points without a goal or an assist. Right. Games where Watford at least is pushing forward and constantly getting waves of attack. Uh, It doesn't seem like Watford is playing that way anymore. 
No, yeah, you're right. It, it, I've uh, it's definitely cost me. Watford have just at least last game. They're just yeah, they're not. They didn't have possession. They didn't really create chances, which is weird too, especially at home. And they go down a goal early. It's almost just like they couldn't do it. Um, I just looking at the game log. Two of those recent games were at Liverpool and at Manchester United. So you, you'd kind of expect, you know, worse floors in in those matchups. Um, but yeah, it's not it's not uh, I guess the same Watford or the same Sar we're used to. It just I guess they're just really bad. I guess I don't know what else to say besides that. And they 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 don't they don't create a lot. They don't have a lot of possession. Yeah, I don't know. So so those guys become more goal dependent. So I guess you. There's Thank a you. chance, yeah, it's either like Roy Hodgson, that effect has something in there probably, but you also have Saar, he missed like three months of the season for, I think it was a hamstring injury, so like you have that, and he really hasn't looked like he did earlier in the season, so like he hasn't been, so while he's back from injury, like he missed, I don't know, the first two months of, of training under, maybe not two months under Hodgson, because this is already their third manager of the season, so... <laughs> So you got that probably, you know, Hodgson probably has a decent amount to do with it. I mean, yeah. we're used to him managing Palace for, for all those recent years. And yeah, I mean, you can compare- those guys, they never had any possession. They were so inconsistent. They barely created any chances. It's, you know, sit back and defend. Don't give up goals. Try to hit him on the counter. You know, he has the philosophy that like if I'm managing a bad team, the first, the first thing to do is not let the other team score, and maybe you know you can nick a goal late. Um, so yeah, compare, that definitely you compare this season Palace to last season Palace, and you know that kind of it's kind of what Watford's here, and Hodgson was brought in to not have Watford relegated, and clearly that's not working. But speaking of Watford, so we got Sar here, fifty nine hundred, Pedro fifty seven hundred. Dennis 55 and then King all the way down at 4,100. How, like so many people use Sar in cash games last week. Do we think that he's just going to be completely avoided uh, just because he failed everyone or no, just be given the odds, given his price, given what he's done for the whole season, people are still going to be using him. That's what you think. think I think the popular combinations in cash games will be a combination of, of four players. Ronaldo, Martinelli, Saar, and King if starting. King would be the pure punt of like, if he scores a goal, great. King is the Chris Wood of this slate. So right, exactly. That type of player. But I, I think the popular combination is going to be Ronaldo Saar based on, you know, obviously getting a, a more expensive midfielder into your lineup and getting Tellus into your lineup. You're probably Martinelli, maybe a little bit too expensive. And it's not like Martinelli is that great. Like, like, He's there. He in like in that range. I prefer him over the options that are there. Maybe like Lacazette is not really a floor. Like I could see Lacazette being more popular in GPPs than in cash games. But uh, uh, I got. I think GPP. I I love this slate for GPPs. Absolutely, like because we can get so much concentrated ownership that uh, I'll mention the 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 the, the three the three guys. That I, if you want to call like the most, mm-hmm. uh, I, that I think are the best GPP plays on the slate. Your favorite okay. plays? 
my favorite player. My fa- but <laughs> what I expect ownership to be. Right. Like, yep. Anytime I yep. say favorite or liked, it means like who I think is underowned compared to their ceilings and, and leverage based on this. I think clearly, clearly the two best – and they, they, they're eligible at midfield also, but you'd play them in the forward position. Clearly the two best GPP plays on the slate is Alondra and, and Sancho. Like, I mean, there's, there's nothing with Ronaldo and Fernandez being going to be like absurdly high owned, like taking the other man, you need United attackers. Like they score a goal. It takes a goal away from someone else and getting that. Maybe you, you could even play them together. You could play them with Ronaldo. You can play them with Fernandez or whatever. But I like, I, I don't think I will be building. Like, I think I'm building six, five or six GPP lineups. I don't think I'm going to be building a single lineup that has more than one of Telus Fernandez and Ronaldo, right? It's going to be one of them and then one or two, you know, like try to make combinations that Man United score four goals, but Sancho has one goal and two assists. Alonja has a goal and an assist. Ronaldo only has one goal, which may be fine, but, for 8,900, you may not need that. His 18 points may not be necessary on the slate. And Tellus has 16 points with an assist and a clean sheet and, and you know, that type of game. So I'm more likely to play Tellus with these players than Ronaldo or Fernandez. So, like, I'm looking like, man, come from this situation. A lot of people will come in with the Fernand, with all those three guys' ownership and go, well, why don't I just fade Man United? Well, you you, you can do that. You could play for a Norwich one nothing win. You you could. That's a very lower likelihood outcome to happen. I'm playing for Man United win three or four nothing, and it's just that it doesn't go through. Maybe Pogba scores, right? I think he's a little too expensive in the midfield spot if he starts, uh, but he may be under ten percent owned on a three game slate, right? Play Juan Basaka, right? Play Juan Basaka. Tell play a defensive Man United stack and just play one of the play play. Uh, Alonga and forward, and that's it. And hope that, you know, the fullbacks are the ones with the assists. Maybe Juan Basaka gets a goal from 20, 24 yards out or something. I mean, there are multiple ways for Man United to, to win 4 nothing that don't include, like, the chalk pieces going off. And then the other, the other, I, which, I think he's under the rate. I think if you just look at the underlying metrics, it's quite possible that Saar... In that price range, there may be a slightly better cash play. Wissa. You have to take the risk on the smaller sample size. And that's Yoan Wissa for Brentford. He's the same type of player, right? And if you, if he, he's essentially the, the SAR of Brentford. He plays in that style. He's been playing 90 minutes when he does start, mostly. And if you think Brentford's a much better team than Watford, even though Watford's at home, Brentford is favored in this game away to Watford by very, very, it's a pick em type of game. People know Saar. That's why, you know, based on his two, three-year sample size, they go like, okay, let's take a shot on Saar again. If he gets me five points, it's, it's not the end of the world. But, but I know that his capability is 20-plus in some games. I think Wissa has that exact, he plays exactly the same way. So if you if you have the Brentford side of that game, I think Wissa ends up being, you know, could easily just be 5% owned on this slate. And it's quite possible that Wissa is a better cash play than Saar. I'm not sure if I'm willing to risk that. 
knowing that more people will play Sar than Wissa. But I, if my gut, my mathematical gut says that Brentford are a better team than Watford and that that Wissa has a more than 50% chance of outscoring Sar, assuming that he starts, that if you played that one over the other, you, you pr- it's probably a plus EV move. Did I, I don't I've not I've not seen Wissa play. I could only go by his his metrics. But Ryan, yeah, am I making that right assessment about this guy? Yeah, that's a, a perfect assessment. I believe he was Brentford's record signing. Yeah, he's brought on or bought for that reason to be like their sorry. You're exactly right. I think, yeah, I think those were great points. Um for cash, it just I don't know. It's sort of, you know, I, I don't play cash, but it seems just kind of like an unnecessary risk. I don't know. But I see what you're saying. If, the, if there actually is a greater than 50% chance or even... Isn't SAR a risk in cash games too, though? So it's not like... No, but it's the ownership. Like, what he's talking about is like, I think if people people will play... SAR will project better based on his sample size and SAR will be more owned. I could see in cash games, SAR being 40% owned in cash. And Wissa being three percent owned in cash, like because yeah, people like, just click on something. So from a block, it's the same thing with Ronaldo. Like, if I told you Ronaldo was going to be eighty percent in cash games tomorrow, and you're like, "Well, I think a better construction would be to pay down twice at forward." It's like, is that a necessary risk for double ups? If you're playing triple ups and above, yeah, go do that. But for double ups, it's just block with Ronaldo, and if he if he scores two points, it doesn't even kill you because everyone has it. Right. And then, you know, then you go for Wissa and you get him right and he puts up 10 floor points and then Sar gets a goal and you and you lose because he's 35 percent. You know, right. Right. That's why um, I said it's an unnecessary risk for cash. But, but I get I get the sense that that if if you believe Brentford is a much better team than Watford. Wissa would be a better play on average than Sar. So that's why for, for me in GPP, it's a no brainer. Man, that's especially true for GPPs. Those are the exact type of things, yeah, you should be looking for every week. You know, Wissa's ownership should be uh, in GPPs, you know, a fourth or a fifth of SARS. I don't know, you know, something. It's going to go up now that people listen to this show. Okay, but a little bit and and still not really, you know, like you say, most people don't really listen. They, They already have their mind made up. They're just, you know, looking for us to confirm a few things they already think, but... Uh, yeah, I think as far as United and how this, you know, GPP strategy, yeah, I think Telus is the one I wouldn't want to fade. Um, but Ronaldo and, and Bruno are great fades. Yeah. I mean, this, this same sort of slate we've had a few times, not so much recently, but I remember United at home to Watford, United at home against somebody else. And it really hasn't ever worked out for the chalk. Um, United hasn't been that great. So those, those guys, Ilanga, Sancho, Rashford, whoever starts. Yeah. They're all cheaper than Ronaldo and they'll be way less popular. So that's a strategy I'm looking towards. I was, I was, I was somewhat worried you were going to mention those expensive Brentford strikers. Um, No, look, look at the diff. Look, I'm looking right now at the Rotowire cheat sheet, which you can get. If you're a subscriber to Rotowire, it's really cheap. I, I really the price should be way higher than what it is. If you're like four bucks a month or something, it's someone should talk. I did 
Uh, Rotowire, you got, you got, we, you've been bought, right? Maybe the price will go up eventually. <laughs> but for the amount of soccer yeah. stuff you get at Rotowire is ridiculous. Get a soccer, get the rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Try it out for seven days. You get the cheat sheets Ten alone. days. Ten days. Ten days. All the information is there for you. It's like I could normally would look around everywhere and then I could click on any person's name and then I go, oh, this is their, when they took set pieces, when they did, it's, it's ridiculous how everything is laid out. You can find all the information yourself, but it takes you like 12 times as long. Uh, Asmali Sar, plus 290 goal scoring odds. Yohan Wissa, plus 220. There you go. Martinelli, yeah. plus 200. Right? Josh King, plus 260, but he's cheaper. Odegaard, plus 280. So, like, in that range over there, like, Wissa is actually cheap for his goal scoring odds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. So I was originally on the the fade Manchester United train, and I've kind of thought about it more. I read Ryan's article, rotowire.com, another thing we got. But because I looked at that previous matchup, Norwich put up a good fight, and they're still fighting relegation. I think Dean Smith will have his team ready. But I think the only chance – well, maybe not the only chance, but even if Manchester United, they lose 1-0, like – I think they're still going to rack up a ton of opportunities. Like we saw a recent Norwich match. It was scoreless. They gave up like 30 shots against Brighton. So I think that's kind of why um, I was originally, you know, going to fade these, these Manchester United guys in cash games, but it's probably not the best idea just because it doesn't seem like, like this is a spot where even if it is scoreless, they're going to have, Telus is going to have 10 crosses, Bruno Fernandez is going to have crosses and shots. Like these guys are going to get opportunities, even if they don't score. So that's one of the worrying things. And also back to one of Jordan's original points. I did want to say that uh, there, there's a small chance. Well, there's a chance that Rashford starts too. Uh, he's 7,300. So that would like, if he starts over Alanga, he, you know, he'd give you $800 savings there as well. So I just wanted to mention that. Right. Just understand that Sancho has more of a chance to play 90 mm-hmm. than the others. Cause Greenwood is out. Definitely. Yep. Yeah, so we talked about a lot of forwards here, and the big thing with midfielders, we, we've been mentioning Bruno Fernandez, but we have the guy, uh, James Ward-Prowse here, 8,300, home against Arsenal, and I, the first thing I did, I, one of the first things I did was put him in my lineup. I, you know, I looked at Arsenal, see what they've done without Karen Tierney, without Thomas Partey in the midfield, and, you know, it hasn't been as good as they were. So I looked at that, but then... I mean, you got to compare it to Fernandez, 1,000 less, you know, better matchup for Fernandez. What I think it seems like people will be on Fernandez more so, at least in cash games. Uh, I mean, even though he's 1,000 more, but what do you guys think? Uh, You mentioned two guys, but uh, I think I'm playing a different guy. And not playing either of those two guys in my cash. Well, you're going Erickson at 7,500. You're fading both the other guys then? Why not? I mean, if you're going to play Ronaldo and Tellus, you, it's going to be very hard for you to play. You, you can't play two two of these guys. Like, they, if you want to play construction where you're playing two out of three of these guys, you're either going to not play Tellus or not play Ronaldo. Like that, and and when you don't play Tellus, it's not like you're going down to a decent defender. You're going down and you're punting, right? And if you're not going to play, if you're going to go from Ronaldo, you can play a lineup like Sar King or something like that, a dinky do lineup. Then of course you could get. You could get all three of these guys in if you want. 
I don't think based on positional scarcity, that's the best way to go. Even though these are the three guys with the highest floors on the entire I think these three guys plus Tellus have the highest floors on the entire slate. But from a ceiling perspective, uh, Fernandez obviously has the highest ceiling, but it's also the the highest, you know, price, 9,300. Erickson, when he's on the pitch for Brentford, Erickson is James Ward-Prowse. Like, he's that style of central midfielder that gets forward and does everything, right? We're used to that from when you played it, you know, for Tottenham. When you play, I, I view Erickson on Brentford more similar to Erickson for Denmark than I did, than I do the, that, oh, it's on Brent, Brent, like, who cares? Like, like he's going to play 90 minutes and he's going to do everything. Brentford is playing Watford. They're slightly favored. Southampton's at home, but they are a dog, and they gave up just gave up six goals to Chelsea. I don't know how attacking they're going to be, even though Arsenal Arsenal is banged up. I'm not saying Arsenal keeps a clean sheet or anything. Just I think that the ceiling for Ward Prowse is lo- is the lowest out of the three, and at that mid price range at 8,300, I feel like I'd rather either find the thousand to get Fernandez. Or save 800 for Ericsson and then make sure all the rest of my slots in my lineup are all correlated correctly like that. And to me, Ward-Prowse is the odd man out. But I'm not sure. Yeah, remember, I'm a big James Ward. I'm In James Ward-Prowse, you trust. You plug him in, you get 12 points, right? Type of thing. I think I, I feel safer with Ericsson than I do with Ward-Prowse. I think I get the same enough, the same floor but higher upside with Erickson for 800 less. I think this is because we have the other options in the midfield here. I think this is the uh, James Ward Prowse PK match and he's going to get a PK and that's going to screw some people. So Ryan, go ahead. <laughs> um, You know, yeah, I tried to switch allegiances to James Ward Prowse last week <laughs> Uh and it, it didn't go my way. No, not that that matters for, for this slate. Um, I agree. I do think he's kind of the odd man out. Um, That's why he's going to get that PK. Just, yeah, you know, sure. But just comparing him to these other guys, Bruno's matchup is just so much better. Like w- when you were talking about how you, you know, you were considering even fading United for cash, it's just not a good idea because the, United at home to Norwich is just much better than any of the other two games. So, you know, there, there's going to be a lot of floor points, even if there's not goals, like you said. And then, yeah, Erickson, very similar to Ward Prowse. And him and Brentford are playing well. Um, you know, and the Ward Prowse has the worst matchup. Like, I, I, even I'm down on Arsenal, but Arsenal will still be – if Arsenal put Granit Xhaka back in the midfield instead of left back um, and play Ben White at left back, they, they'll still be the team on top in this game. And, and Southampton will be defending for more of it, even, even though they're at home. So, so Ward Prowse is, yeah, he, he looks to be the worst out of the three, but even though his salary is down now and yeah, taking all the sets, making free kicks on penalties, you know, it seems like a d- good tournament play, but if, if we're talking just cash, yeah, I like I like the other guys too. Yeah, Ward Prowse, he had seven corners earlier this season against Arsenal. Last season, he had 
11 corners through two matches. So it, it seems like, you know, you're going to get the, uh, you're going to get the 11 points or whatever from him, but are you going to get the upside as, as Jordan was saying, Erickson probably has better upside and he's cheaper and he has like, like let's take a look at that. Let's take, we got to use the cheat sheet people. (laughs) Ward Prowse, anytime goal scoring odds plus 400, 20%. Tellus has better goal scoring odds than Ward Prowse. Uh, Sar has better goal scoring odds. Broja, I mean, obviously, there. Odegaard does plus 280. And he's in that kind of that range. We could talk about him. Uh, Christian Eriksen plus 200. Okay. Plus 400 versus plus 200. And he's $800 cheap. I mean, just simply by, if you're going to tell me this James Ward Prowse PK garbage thing, <laughs> like, why doesn't that apply to Christian Eriksen either? I mean, like, he doesn't like, take PKs. Yeah, but he takes free kicks. So I mean, like, ah. like, if if how if you if you think that the sports betting market is somewhat efficient, I mean, we always see like guys like Jorginho and those types of you know defensive midfielders with peak penalty duty, always with decently higher goal scoring odds because of that. But plus four hundred with PK duty doesn't sound like upside to me. That sounds like, like you know, I, I mean, saw Nabi Kato with plus two hundred odds to score midweek here, and I don't think the uh, sports betting market is efficient in terms of these goal scoring <laughs> odds. Um, yeah. So just just one thing I'll throw in there, and people, you don't have to consider it if you don't want to. But I was basically feeling how Jordan is about Erickson. You know, this is the Erickson for Denmark. Um, looks really good um but so I, w- I watched all of that brentford game last week at home to west ham really good yeah 14 floor points eight crosses two shots on goal just the one thing i w- want to say is i was surprised at how deep he played for most of the match a lot of times he was the deepest jan elt was always furthest forward norgard got forward it, it was tilting me because I thought Erickson would be more involved in open play. I'm not saying that's, you know, that should prohibit you from playing him in tournaments, but it, it was something that I noticed. That's all. All right. Can't argue that. So we got these three guys, the expensive guys. I feel like you either want one of you want these three guys or you kind of want to go down. I think that's kind of the route in the midfield. I mean, you have, you have the Odegaards at 7,200, Pogba, 68. I mean, Stuart Armstrong, 6,000. But you could go those guys. But you can also, if you want to spend down at your second midfielder, you could go down here. We got Imran Luzay here, possible set pieces at 4,300 for Watford. Uh, that's probably the cash move. Uh, if you want to spend down, I'm not sure anyone else in terms of cash games really stands out. I, I mean, I guess I played... I played Norman last week for Norwich and he got that assist for me, but it's not the same situation at Manchester United. So, uh, I mean, do you guys, anyone else you want to talk about here, sub 5K range or Jordan, you mentioned if you want to talk about Odegaard here too. I mean, Odegaard, I think is a, is a GPP option. I think you're more likely to play Odegaard in lineups where you're not playing Ronaldo. So you can get like, I, I don't see a situation where I'm playing a lineup where I'm plugging in Odegaard over Erickson, Ward-Prowse, or Fernandez. It's the type of thing where I'm playing one of those those big three and Odegaard and then fading a high-priced forward for two cheaper forwards. 
Like I could see that type of build. Uh, I think at the bottom end, I think for cash games, Luza, I, I think he's going to be popular. I think he's perfectly fine. More of a, I, I'd be more likely to fade in, in GPPs. I mean, his upside, he plays deep. Uh, if you're not going to play Luza, uh, based on advanced metrics or whatever, bed the underlying metrics, uh, Jiraj Kuchka gets forward a lot for Watford uh, because uh, Luza will play beneath, you know, deeper than him. Uh, in a competitive game against Brentford, he, he racks up points across the board. He gets fouled. He draws he draws fouls. He takes deep shots. He, he, he touches the ball a lot in the midfield, and he gets forward. Now, is his goal-scoring odds very good? No. Right. If we take a look at cheat plus 550, which is not absurdly bad, but uh, 5,100, I think he's slightly overpriced. But uh, I mean, he probably should be in the same range as Luza or something like that. Luza's 40 plus 1,400 to score. <laughs> right. Luza, right. Luza's plus 1,400. Kuchka is plus 550. Right. So, like, Luza, because of the set piece duty, is a, has a higher floor. But Kuchka, I mean, when he plays, he typically plays 90. Right, he's going to do much more than Musa Sizoko in the in the midfield. So, like, and I don't think he'll, I think he'll barely be owned at fifty one hundred at that price at that price. Now, I mean, if he was sixty five hundred, I'd say no, there's no way you pay that price for him. But most of my lineups, when I'm going through and building them, I'm stuck in like my utility spot is going to be somewhere in that range. A lot of times, is going to be in this this five thousand. Now, a lot of people are going to play a defender in that spot. We'll talk about defender in a second. I think the defenders in this range are better than the midfielders in this range. Like if I had a choice this slate, I'd probably play defender in the utility more so than, than a midfielder in the utility, unless you're playing big midfield, unless you're playing, you know, I'm I'm trying to jam in, you know, three of the big three or four Odegaard or stuff, something like that. in. uh, so I think a lot of a lot of these 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 midfielders are going to go like overlooked, but most of them don't have ceilings. Like I, Janelt, not really, not not really a forward. You know, if I, you're playing Erickson, you're probably not playing Janelt. Uh, we're probably not going to. Yeah, if Juan Mata starts, obviously he's going to be in my lineup, but uh, he's, <laughs> he's, he's not starting. He uh, could. He played last game. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking. I'm I'm in in this in this in this range like. You want to take a shot on Maddich if he starts or something like like those types like I guess. But really for me, like like either I'm playing a defender in this range or I'm playing one of the two the the, the Watford midfielders. Right. This this range is kind of so bad, but that's a really good point. Uh Kaka uh being Kuchka. 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 Kuchka being a little bit overpriced uh as as to you know, a, a reason to to roster him in tournaments because there's really nothing in this range, and he at least has a little bit of upside, um, and and won't be owned. Um, so yeah, I think that's a good call. Uh, Jan Elts, yeah, he's not somebody I want to roster, but he definitely has goals in him. The the way this Brentford team's playing and where he's been playing, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, you you briefly mentioned. Kieran Dowell, 3,100, uh, took most of Norwich's set pieces and played 90 minutes. That, you know, that seems pretty decent on paper. I don't really want to play any anyone on Norwich, though, away to United, but I don't know. He got 6.5 floor points in a 2-0 win against Burnley. <laughs> so 
Right, but no. I mean, uh, yeah, right. If he get that in there, uh, he had he'll if he gets the monopoly of set pieces for Norwich against Man Man That's United, that may be two corners. Right, yeah. right, that may be two. <laughs> okay, uh, right. There's the one thing I'll say is that least Malou scored in like within inside ten minutes or something. So, yeah, I don't know. It, you know, it might have affected things a little for the Norwich set piece takers if they're defending yeah, after that. Well, uh, yeah. So I, I guess in this situation, you know, Manchester United score early and Norwich, you know, they need, a, they need points because they're sitting by on the table. So you figure they're going to push, but how much does that even mean? So you're right that there's but, no one down here. Oh, Luza. Yeah. Um, Luza seems like a good cash game option. And you brought up those plus 1400 odds. Um, you just want to say Watford had a free kick just right outside the edge of the box, uh, maybe 20 yards out, loses steps up with the left foot and shaves the crossbar. So the goal so, could, could could be there. Um, but yeah, it's going to come we, from a, it's going to come from a set piece. Are we betting plus 1400? Is that what you no, said? No, 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 no. I don't think we are. I don't okay. think we are. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. All right. So, Defender Jordan, you mentioned possibly playing three defenders on this slate. And I kind of found it kind of difficult to find actually three defenders. Like, you got Tellus. I think that's pretty clear. You're going to want him in cash lineups. He'll be the most popular guy. Uh, Cedric is, is up there, 4,900. And, I mean, I don't know who else I really like. Feminia here, 4,700. You got the set pieces, but, like, what else does he do? It's not – I don't think it's that good of a slate for defenders. Like, I went down personally to Rico Henry here at 3,500. You're mentioning all the guys. You see, you did. You did all four. <laughs> yeah, but do you want to play three of these guys, though? I, I don't know no, if I want to play No, it's in comparison to the midfield. It has nothing to do with I like defender. Okay. It has to do with – if I'm going to play a four, if to you five have five K in your utility, is what you're saying. Right, right. I'd rather play. I'd like we mentioned Kuchka. Like from a floor perspective, I almost would rather I'd play Cedric over him at 4900. And if I'm stuck in that range, maybe I just play Rico Henry at 3500 and upgrade some upgrade my goalkeeper to De Gea. Right for the you know the clean sheet odds for for Man United are like nearly 50. percent Their win percentage is 78. percent I mean. De Gea is uh, clearly by far better than any other keeper on this slate. I mean, for, for a, for a clean sheet, at least for 10 plus points. Uh, so it's like, that's what I'm looking at. Like, would I, if, if you're, if you're 4,300, would you rather play Luza or uh, uh, Kamara? 
Like you'd rather play lose them, but it's not like that dramatic of like like oh my god, it's such Granite a clear choice, right? So like all these defenders, like if you wanted to play a Southampton fullback at forty three hundred in utility, if you already had Luza in your lineup, like I don't consider that to be bad compared to the midfielders that are four. I'd rather play one of these guys than a defensive midfielder at at like at four thousand, right? Essentially, that's that's what I'm saying. They're better than Kieran Dowell. Right. And if I'm not, and if, if I'm stuck in this range, sometimes I I wouldn't put it. If you wanted to play Telus in one spot and a central defender and play some $2,500 guy or something like any, any, just live the cheapest the, the central defender. I, I don't think that's, that's that bad this late. Cause I think the, the other than Telus and maybe Cedric, I don't think, I don't, I, I don't see unless they, unless obviously luck goal, you know, most of these, Defenders have plus 1,000 plus, you know, goal scoring odds. Like barring some type of big, you know, it's just a random goal from a fullback or something or a center back. Like, I don't think any of these guys have ceilings, right? So it's just like lock in the TELUS, maybe Cedric. And then now, now you may have a utility spot with 3,800. Like maybe you have a utility spot with 2,700. And you just like, here's central defender and, and be done with it. Like, you know, That's versus like imagine playing a central defender like a $2,800 central defender and De Gea or Frazier Foster and a $4,300 whatever. Like, what's that $4,300 whatever? Assuming you have loser in your lineup. Like, nothing. So I'd rather just play the better goalkeeper and just like, just give me, can, can this guy give me three or four points or something? And that may be fine. Yeah. Um, so one of the reasons I like this slate is defender. Um, like you said, it's Telus and maybe Cedric. So let's just say it's Cedric. Um, then there's nobody else. So it's just easy for me. And there's a good chance that Telus and Cedric could could just significantly outscore the field. And if, you know, we say maybe Cedric, let's say he's splitting set pieces. And if he turns out okay, then he's clearly better than than you know, Feminia or these other fullbacks. I think Juan Bissaka would be okay too, but even still there's, there's two or, you know, two good defender plays that might stand out. I'm just going to jam those guys in and, and, you know, figure out the rest of my line. Right, you, you, you're You want to, you want to go the, the direction of making your, your, what you're doing is saying, these are two, two of the clear best plays. So even if Telus is, let's say in GPPs, in like the large field, if Telus is sixty four percent owned, and Cedric is forty percent owned, you do have the the chalkiest combination. But that means sixty percent of people don't have Cedric, and and thirty six percent of people don't have Telus. Like you're just saying those those lineups are mistakes. Like right, I'm benefiting yeah. from the fact that this should clearly be the let them try to get lucky with some eight percent. Own right. whatever or two percent on center back, and just try to run you down. Go. I think I think I could get twenty five points total from my two defenders. Good luck trying to do good. Good luck trying to do that. Exactly. And trying to beat me that way, like that. Yeah. That that's your mentality on. Oh, yeah, that yeah, that's a good point. I don't mind that they're popular. Like to me, um, to me the defender points just in general. 
um, are sort of easier predict to predict and less variable than the other positions. Um, so yeah, it's usually just a mistake. And I, I like when sort of two defenders just stand out because uh, I have a lot less decisions to make. I can just jam those guys in in, in GPPs and then I can, you know, make di- – I'll have more lineups uh, than I would if I had to switch defender. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Right. So you we're can just doing... differentiate yourself by the forward, by, you know, playing Sancho over Ronaldo, by playing, you know, pairing Erickson with an overpriced Ivan Tony that may be underowned. Even though, right. dude, Ryan, that slate, like, at that price, Tony's still not going to be low. Like, it's it, it, it amazing because I've seen no. You're right. I go, like, like, who's paying this price for Tony? And then I'll look, he'll score, he'll score two goals and he's 28% owned. And I go, I thought like, so that's killing me. Yeah. It tilts me to no end, Jordan. I couldn't believe it. The last slate too, when he had that hat trick or when he had that brace, he's always popular and he's even somewhat popular in the high stakes stuff. So I, there's just no chance I'm ever going to. I was playing a head to head. Someone had him in a head to head that slate. The right. Hat trick slate. I'm like, Okay, well, I'm doing. How how am I losing this two hundred and fifteen dollar head to head? Oh man! Right, like like like, how am I losing this to to a ninety two hundred dollar Tony goal? Right, right. Like, like so, so. I'm sitting so I'm like it's not the type of thing where even at ninety five hundred, like that's why like I look at Yoan Wissa and go, okay, I could pair, I could do some type of Brentford stack, right? I could play Henry plus Erickson plus Wissa, right? Plus Raya. You know, you do that whole thing, Brentford, you know, one nothing, two nothing type of win. Like that would be bad. Then then and then you look and you're like, well, Tony has uh, uh anytime goal scoring odds of uh of plus one forty five, yet I, I just I almost can't click the name in my lineup. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. So I've been trying um, to I'm ha- I'm having trouble here with, with trying to put Cedric into my lineup because I just didn't like it at first. Just click so on it. It's not that hard. I'm trying to figure it out. I'm looking. So I'm looking at the numbers. I pulled up crosses allowed to defenders this season. So Cedric's best games have come against Watford, Brentford, and most recently they had that Brighton game. Watford and Brentford, worse than the league at allowing crosses to defenders. Southampton, they are the seventh best team in the league in terms of the amount of crosses they allow to defenders. So. <sighs> But on one side, you know, Cedric has the he has the upside that he can, you know, put in 15 floor points because um, he's done it. But well, on the other side of that, like you're paying forty nine hundred for it and he could have that's cheap. That's cheap. It's, it's, the like hey, it's, it's the fact that he took the set pieces. I mean, I, okay. you know, it's somewhat of a risk. I'm, I'm not playing it. I'm I'm playing him assuming he's taking half of the corners. I mean, in a matchup where Arsenal you know, is favored and should be on top and should create more of the chances. I mean, against Brighton last week, 10 crosses, I think he took five corners, four shots assisted. So like I'm playing for that Cedric, uh, the Cedric that you're talking about, like, yeah, I'm not hoping that he's going to get a bunch of crosses from open play. Southampton might not allow many crosses, but I'm not necessarily hoping for that. I just want 10 points and he can get there with corners and whatever else. All right, so for goalkeeper, I, Jordan, I it's pretty clear he's going to Haya, and then he's going to put in uh, Harry Maguire at 3,900 here to get that 
to get that clean sheet goal as well. So is that is that what you're doing? Oh, oh the center. Oh, what, oh, what is that? What you're doing with the center? But I, I don't. No, I don't that's what you're doing. You're doing the center back goalkeeper pairing. Uh no. What you what you'd be doing is uh, you'd be playing. Okay, let's see. Uh, I guess uh, I got I got I got to check on 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 heights here. You know what you do is you pair Erickson with Pinnock or Jansen. Oh wow, we're going Brentford. Okay, okay. You go Brentford, right? Because if you're playing Erickson for set pieces, then you go there. Because if you're playing, like, who are you going to play on? If you unless you're playing Bruno plus Tellus plus Maguire, you're not going to be able to know who's going to be get the assist on that on that cross on that. Set oh piece. wow, Jansen's twenty six hundred. He had four shots a couple starts ago. This is a pretty clear move. Right, he's questionable though, but uh, no, he's fine. He's he had an illness. Actually, there you he's go. Fine. There's there's the how how tall is Penn? Is he, it seems like t- typically these 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 Nordic players are are bigger than so. I'm assuming Jansen is is taller than Pinnock. Like Pinnock when when is, in doubt, Pinnock is six four. Pinnock is six four and Jansen six four. They're both six four. Oh, they're both big guys. So you have to split that. You have to split it for your exposure between the two. Yeah, right, yeah. the two one percent don't center backs. <laughs> Yeah, so we got, but for goalkeeper, we got De Gea, best clean sheet odds, uh, 48% at the moment. Everyone else below that, 30% for Arsenal and Brentford. Uh, so what's the move here? Uh, Jordan, play whoever you want. We like any, do we consider Cruel here? Hope for the five save game and only allow two goals kind of a thing? Or what are we going with? I think the two most popular goalkeepers on the slate will be De Gea and Forster. For, for not, not. Ben Foster, but Frazier Forster. Forster, just do, oh. Just do, it's the $4,200 goalkeeper, and you're more likely to be playing Man United in your lineups and Brentford and Watford players in your lineups than playing Arsenal players in your lineups. So, like, the most popular Arsenal player may be Cedric and then Lacazette and then Martinelle. Like, like it's enough that if you – unless you're playing an Arsenal stack – if you're playing a Man United stack, you're probably not playing any Arsenal, so you're going to be playing Fraser Foster if you're paying down, right? I think the Brentford or Watford goalkeepers will be have about the similar type of ownership. The lowest, the lowest owned goalkeeper will be Ramsdale. To pay up for Arsenal garbage defense, so away is it's going to be low owned. If you want to pair Cedric and if you want to play Cedric and, and Ramsdale together and pair them with like Lacazette for you know a one nothing type of game, you can do that. But I think. Uh, Ramsdale is significantly oh the comparison, the price difference, uh fifty nine hundred versus fifty three hundred, six hundred dollars isn't enough. De Gea probably if Ramsdale's fifty three hundred, De Gea probably should be sixty six hundred, right? Based on the clean sheet odds. Yeah, I mean Raya has better clean sheet odds than Ramsdale, barely, but still. Right, actually, the clean sheet odds even for even for Ben Foster for for. Watford is 27 versus Arsenal's 30, right? Like the difference in win odds, I mean, win chances to 48%. It's like, like other than, unless he get, picks up a lot of shots or whatever. I mean, I'm not saying that you can't play Ramsdale. He just will be the lowest owned and the most overpriced relative to his winning clean sheet odds. So, but for me, like we've mentioned a lot of players from all these other games other than Arsenal, right? Like I'm more likely to play like, Alonja or Sancho uh, play Man United, but get different rather than fade Man United stack Arsenal, right? Cause Arsenal's pieces are, are about as expensive as Man United's. So being that I'm going to be more likely to just try to get different with United, play more Brentford, 
I'm more likely to just have Frazier Foster in, in, in my lineups and just hope, you know, Southampton clean. It's a one nothing game. Southampton keep a clean sheet. And, you know, Frazier Foster sitting there with, uh, you know, 16, 18 points because Arsenal are going to shoot a punch. You could also save 100. Uh, there's a chance McCarthy starts. He's back from a hamstring injury, and Forster did just give up six goals. So you could save 100 bucks there, too. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, um, what do you got? Who, who do you no, like? I, I agree with Jordan's breakdown on the ownership. That's exactly how I think it will be, too. You know, pe- people look at this slate. They want to play Man United then that means they're probably not going to play Arsenal. You need money to play Man United, so you pay down, but you can't play Cruel, so you play Forrester, who's also at home. Yep, just makes sense. Um, Raya. coming back to Raya. He, it seems Raya. like he either gets a clean sheet or he makes five saves kind of a thing. I, I like Raya for tournaments, you know, pairing him with Rico Henry, who we mentioned also looks good for that cheap price. Um, but, yeah, I'll try to get up to De Gea if I can. You know, it's keeper. Everything Jordan said, I, I feel the same way. Yeah, Raya with uh, Pontus Janssen. There we go. Perfect. And Erickson. You have to put Erickson in. And Erickson. We need, we need Erickson. Goal, yes, right? yes. Of course. All right, we got... But then uh, what will end up happening will be one of those classic, uh, the Burnley, right? The the Burnley, uh, Tarkowski to me, the, the, the near post header. Goal assists, I hate that for Bur- whenever you yeah. Burnley does that, where it's the near post header to the other center back, oh. and it's like Ben oh. Lee scores from an assist from James Torkowski, and you're sitting there with like Ashley Westwood, and you're like, like hockey assist, and you get nothing for that. <laughs> that that just happened. I remember that must have been last week, and I had I had someone, and yeah, it, it just happened because the set, the guy taking the corner didn't get an assist on it, but. All right, we, we talked about a lot. Uh, as you said, we didn't really mention a ton about Arsenal. We got Saka, Odegaard. I mean, I guess we talked about those guys. Uh, I mean, Lacazette, there's a chance he doesn't start. So we could see uh, Niketia or Eddie in there. Uh, he's at 5,200. So he could, I mean, if he starts, he could be uh, someone that, you know, is one of those dinky do 5,200 forwards. But you guys have any other last last thoughts here on the slate? Um, yeah, no, there's one, one guy we didn't talk about that no one's going to play for tournaments. Um, in Buemo, <laughs> in Buemo, you know, I was jamming in Buemo in all, all the time when he was 5k and 8% owned and, you know, Brentford would get an early red or he'd get an early injury or he just never would do anything. And now all of a sudden he's 8,700 after a goal and four assists. Yeah, just no one's going to play him. I mean, he's, he's going to be four percent. Bueno and Tony together, and you paid for two overpriced players. He's too expensive anyway. It's just yeah, yeah. He, he's he's definitely too expensive. But um, I'm I'm more likely to roster him than Ivan Tony uh, tomorrow. I think the move is. Well, I guess you do you do two of the Brentford forwards, and then you just plug in Pinnock and Janssen. So you get you get the the center back goal assist combo, but then you get Brentford's other two goals from Tony and Embuemo or even Lissa in there. So no, you See, get, no, you go Buemo, Tony, Saka. You overpay for Saka also. Uh <laughs> you play Kieran Dowell, right? Because you're gonna have to pay down. Yes, yes. Right. Uh you play Cruel and 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 Dowell, you play Ben Gibson for the for the center back goal from Kieran Dowell to Gibson goal. 
Uh, and then, uh, I don't know who else is probably cruel in there too. You get that. Yeah, of course. Sheet. Yeah. You pay down for cruel. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, and you play, uh, and, and Kuchka, you got to play Kuchka, right? You play a little bit up for that. And uh, I guarantee you, no one is going to have that lineup. So, I mean, that's yeah, probably going to be a winner. 700 points lower than anyone else. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's uh, that's all we got uh, for Saturday's April sixteenth DraftKings slate. We're gonna get the schedule is gonna be picking up here. I'm not sure if it's next week where we have four games, but slowly there'll be four games, maybe five, and then finally we'll have ten games. But we got three games this week. I saw the main the main contest was a twenty dollar entry. It seems like they they brought that up. I think feel like it's been sixteen recently, but. Rotowire.com, as Jordan was saying earlier in the show, rotowire.com slash soccer trial, free 10-day trial, no credit card required. You can use the sheet that we've been using uh, if you're watching on Twitter or YouTube. And, hey, it's been it's – been, we talked a lot in depth. We got a lot of information out here. So, hopefully, we will all be on the leaderboards. We'll all be getting those tickets this weekend. And Don't dupe me. No, I want the ticket. Don't dupe me. I'm definitely not duping your lineup of, of whatever you just said, but I mean, <laughs> yeah, I'm playing that in the $150 King of the Pitch. <laughs> That's a winner. All right, but Ryan, Jordan, Ryan is at Ryan Belongi. Jordan is at Blender HD on Twitter. I am at Roto Zedroik. And thanks for watching. And thanks, guys, for joining me. See you everyone next week. Thanks, guys. Good luck, everybody. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about, but why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.